Loving what we do. So now we're uplifting that money that goes along with that draw. Terry Ash for it off, yeah. 12.22 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here. You're with Terry Ashford, Terry Dwayne Ashford, here Street Now Sports. Tennis specifically this time. Uh, we've been working on that uh, heart stuff, that tough stuff, that that emotional stuff all morning, that tough job there, journalism. Uh, now it's time to get to that fun stuff, that stuff we totally, totally enjoy doing, bringing you tennis, specifically street now, sports. I'm Terry, Dwayne Ashford, son of Wilma here, all oh, four here. We talked a little bit yesterday about how we here and doing the things that we love to do here, we often forget People get paid for this. <laughs> People get paid money, lots of money for this sometimes. Most of the time. It's us sometimes that we forget that we need to be getting paid too. Uh, so what we looked at yesterday is some of those guys and those gals who was getting paid doing what they love to do on the tennis course there at the Australian Open 2024 here. And uh, we coined this phrase here, <laughs> that phrase that went something like this. Bring the draw and the money. The draw and the money. <laughs> yeah, brought to you by Terry Dwayne Asher here. Uh, regarding uh, uh, the money focus there of winning each round there in the Australian Open 2024. 20, uh, and at any Grand Slam, people are winning money while they're playing hard like that. Playing hard to win money. Now, once they get enough money, then they start to do it for, I guess, legendary reasons. But most of the time, in the beginning, people are playing for money. It's us that enjoy it so much that sometimes we forget money is involved. So we begin to focus a little bit on what those guys and those gals was being paid as they were moving up that draw and winning and winning and winning. So that's what we're going to jump back to today. Something we enjoy doing here. We enjoy talking about and working and about and playing uh, tennis, the sport of tennis. We believe that the sport of tennis gives you some extremely, extremely useful skills skills to make it through life. Uh, that's one of the reasons why we love it here. It's a, it's a, it's a chess game. We're playing, uh, playing life here, that's what you can say. So we're going to jump into the money. Uh, that money and that draw. That draw and that money. And then we're going to talk about the winners and the losers there. Uh, English high tech uh, to kind of uh, build out a little bit there and, and open up the doors for others. Uh, uh, in the draw uh, as well. As that number two seed, uh, Ana Sabalenka moved on. Uh, there is the defending champion on the ladies' side. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that coming up for you shortly here. Some, doing something we love to do. That draw and that money. Now, first, give you a, another breakdown there on what those guys and gals are making uh, when they make it to a round and then when they lose in that round then when they move on to that next round then uh, that 3.15 million dollars that the champion would get for playing two weeks 
10, it's just two weeks. And you, if you win it, you make 300 $3,000, $3.15 million, $3.15 million. That's some interesting money, huh? How can anyone forget they're making that kind of money? <laughs> I guess I could, because I love playing tennis. We're coming back with the, uh, with that uh, for you in a few short moments. Uh, Terry Ashford. Right there, we have the doors slamming there out in the hallway, too. Yeah. <laughs> We love you. The way we gotta know, gotta believe you're loving us too. <laughs> yeah. Terry Ashford, I'll for you. Let us go ahead and give you that prize money breakdown for each round there uh, while the guys and gals are playing in Australia. First round, just making it into the main draw, there's $120,000 for the person who makes it there and lose. For the person who makes it to the second round and lose there in that second round, that person gets $180,000. For the person who makes it there and lose in the third round, they get $255,000. For the person who makes it to the fourth round uh, and lose in the fourth round, they get $375,000. And I think that's the point where we are right now, uh, right here on day... Yeah, day seven. Day seven, we were right there at that fourth round there where the guys and gals are moving from the fourth round maybe into the quarterfinals. But that's where we are right now. Money-wise, the draw and the money. The draw and the money. <laughs> yeah, Terry Asher here from Street Now Sports telling you that the guys and the gals who've made it to the fourth round right now is $375,000 richer. Yeah. And who are they? Who are they? Women singles there. Um, we had Linda Naskova there defeated the, is her name Linda? Yeah, Linda Naskova from Czech Republic defeated uh, number one, see number one in the world, Iga Shatek there. She's only 19 years old and she is $375,000 uh, richer. She will play in the very top half of that draw there, Elena Shetselina, her, the, the wife of Jal Mofis there. She's number 19. Now, that's in the very top half of the drop, the very top, top, uh, round of four, round four match there. Coming after that's going to be Victoria Akazarenka, number 18. She, uh, uh, she's made it to the fourth round to, def to play against Danyana Yastromaska uh, there. She, uh, the Ukrainian, 23-year-old, number 93-ranked Ukrainian in the world. She gets to play there in that round of 14, and they both are also $375,000 richer uh, there. Uh, also, Italy has a player there, Jasmine Paolina, there, 28-year-old, 31 ranked in the world. She's made it there to the fourth round, and she would be rocking and rolling against um, Anna Galaskia, uh, there, 25 years old, there, ranked number 75 in the world. There also is Kian Jin, Kian Jin there from China, 21 years old there, she's made it uh, to the fourth round, and uh, Ocean Donden, uh, there from France, 27 years old, 95 ranked in the world, is also there in the fourth round with $375 check waiting on her. If she doesn't move past this particular round, she moves past this round, that check could be a little bit bigger uh, there. We have also there Marta Kaziok. There, 21 years old from Ukraine, who's also made it, made it to the uh, fourth uh, round. She will be playing against Maria Tamafeva. Uh, there, 21 years old, 170 ranked player there in the world, uh, who's also made it to the fourth round. 
Then you have the Coco Golf, uh, Italia, the American uh, teen sensation, 19 years old. She's made it there to the um, fourth round. She's also the U.S. Open champion. She won the U.S. Open last year. And we have her opponent coming up from Poland. Poland, uh, Magdalena, Magdalena French there, 26 years old. She's also made it to the fourth round to play against that Italia. That Atlanta teen sensation, Coco Golf. Uh, on down there, Barbara Kuchekova in seat at number nine. There she was at one time the number one ranked doubles player. She's playing really well. Has made it in the singles there to play uh, against uh, there, Mira Andreva. There, 16 year olds there that she's going to play against that doubles specialist. Then at the very bottom half of the draw, you have Anna Subalenka, Sabalenka there, who's, gonna, who's made it, and she's going to play against Amanda. Amanda uh, Anna Samova uh, there and I think that's going to be a really good match because I think they've played several times before uh, the defending champion there Anna Sabalenka against Amanda uh, Anna Samova and I think that Anna Samova may have gotten a really good run on her if she didn't beat her we might talk about that and once the, uh, if that match uh, comes to fruition which it's going to come to invitation in a couple days now uh, but uh, we're going to see if we can find anything on that to see you know what is the likelihood of of, of the American Amanda uh, Anna Samova taking out Anna Sabalenka as the defending champion Terry Asher here reporting for you we'll jump right into the men right now who has made that uh, that money that moolah there that moolah that uh, drawing money Terry Ashford here reporting for you jumping right on straight into those men uh, players who have made it to the fourth round there going straight down the list there Novak Djokovic number one seed there it's going to be playing against uh, Adrian uh, Manarino there Adrian Manarino there is from France uh, by the way Taylor Fritz uh, has also made it he's an American playing against Stefano Sissipas Jenik Sinner there who gave uh, Novak Djokovic a run for his money there for that year in final he's up to play uh, against Kiran um, Korchankanov uh, there uh, he's uh, also in the fourth round Audrey Rublev is up to play against Alex De Manure. Uh, and you have Herbert, is it Herbert? Herbert Hercots, yeah. He's going up to play against a wild card player, Arthur Kokots. Uh, they're 21 years old, made it there. He's now $375,000 richer. Uh, richer. Danielle Mandaviv there is up to play against Nuno Borges of Portugal, 26 year old Portugal. Uh, and uh, Britishman. Cameron Noren is up to play against German Alexander Zurich uh, there in his match. On down to the very bottom, Carlos Acarez is up to uh, play against um, Momir. And, and please forgive me on the pronunciation of this name. He's a Serbian. He's a countryman there of Novak Djokovic. And his last name is pronounced. Let me study that just for a minute. That's how I have to do it on some of these names here. When I don't practice before I jump on uh, on the mic here. Koman Komenikov. Novik. 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 Kek. Koman Novik. Koman That's, I think, is how you pronounce his name there. Forgive me there. Forgive me there. But you saw right there before your ears where I was practicing it. He's, um... He's a countryman of Novak Djokovic uh, from Serbia, 24 years, uh, years old. He's ranked number 60th 
in the world where he's up to play against Carlos Acarez there in the fourth round. He's played a total of five uh, Australian Opens. He has a win-loss record there, five to eight. He's playing in both men's singles and in men's doubles. Uh, there again, he is from, you know, uh, he's from um, Serbia, where Novak Djokovic is, uh, is from, and we're giving so much attention to him because I mispronounced his name, hoping to get his name right uh, next time there. Born in Belgrade, Belgrade, Serbia, there, and he's up to play against Novak Djokovic, just country. Man. Carlos Akarez has to go through this guy before he can get to Djokovic. This time, Terry Ashford reporting for you that these are the men who has made it to the fourth round and have earned them a paycheck of at least $375,000. And if they go any farther or any farther, they're going to almost double the amount that made their... Uh, they're entitled to because if they make it to the quarterfinals, those guys and gals who makes it to the quarterfinals and lose in the quarterfinals gets at least a check for six hundred thousand uh, dollars. If they make it to the semifinals and lose in the semifinals, then they get a check of ten thousand dollars shy of one million dollars. So you could just say they get a million dollars, but they don't. They actually get nine hundred ninety thousand dollars. Terry Ashford reporter for Youth Street Now Sports. We're going to jump in really quickly here with the loss of our number one seed, Iga Shytek, um, and this round there to her opponent, and her opponent's name is Linda Noskova. Linda Noskova from the Czech Republic, 19 years old there, uh, defeated that number one seed. She's ranked, she has a single rank, rank right now, number 50 in the, the world. She's played. She's never played an Australian Open um, tournament before, and she's competing this year in the singles and also in the women's doubles. Now, what we want to talk about here, uh, which I think played a role in the number one in the world, Iga Shiatek's loss this time, is that rebound ace court. I love that rebound ace court, but that that ball, the ball on the rebound ace court, bounces a little bit higher. And also, the way that you move on this court here uh, has to be strategic uh, in terms of your footing because of the rubbery type surface uh, that or it caused you to move a little bit differently. And I think that that is what's having a little effect on Iga Shytek as opposed to her playing on the hard courts. Uh, her playing on the hard courts. Because the hard courts, you can get, get more of a of a stance and more of a firm stance uh, and that affects your movement versus that rubbery, rubbery uh, type of, of court that could kind of pull you back just a little bit. You, you kind of soak into the court a little bit as, as quietly and as little as it, 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 as, as, as it is. Uh, you can soak into that court and that can affect your knees and your legs and your, your, your your mobility while playing. I think that is one of the things that could affect, uh, um, have a mild, mild effect on Iga Shiatek winning the Australian Open. Um, I, that, that's, these are just my thoughts here on what, on why it's kind of, now I'm not gonna say hard, but why it would be more difficult for her to win against players who, um, who play differently, who move differently on the court. I've 
one of the things I give to our number one player in the world that has helped her to become number one is her movement. Her movement, her ability to move, her ability to to stay on on balance while she's moving. It's how she's doing it, how she's doing the thing there. Uh, and um, that helps her to move in an artistic form, I believe, that um, helps her to keep a, a frame of mind that is calm. Calm, uh, calm and cool while carrying out uh, her destruction on the court. On this rebound aces court, I don't know if that's going to be allow her to do it. It kind of holds her back a little bit when she has to soak into the court with her foot, and then she has to. She's not bouncing off of the hard court as quickly as she would. Uh, I'm not even sure if, she, if, if a person would even feel that or not within uh, in themselves and in, in their movement. They they would feel it's almost like moving on top of a pillow, putting a pillow on top of the the hard court and having to bounce through and your, your body is soaking into that pillow there, but you can't move as well. And if your shots are depending on timing, your shots could be thrown off as a result of that. That's what I feel that uh, that, that might affect, uh, have affected our number one seed uh, there in her playing style on this Australian Open's rebound surface uh, there. Uh, so she defeated uh, the Iga Shaitek there, 6-4 in the third, 6-4 in the third. Why am I talking about this? Because it is those points that matters the most where those small, small little things like that make a huge difference. 6-4 in the third, Iga had her, but it was 6-4 in the third that, that made the difference. Could have been one shot here or there that uh, made or break broke the uh, situation. Uh, and uh, that is what I believe uh, may have had an impact on what's hap- on what happened there. Let's look at how the match was won there. Looking at it uh, from point by point here from Iga Shaitek. Uh, the way the game, you know, the, uh, the match was won was uh, a forehand forced error to Iga Shaitek. She Iga loses that point and gives away the whole match uh, there to the is it 16 year old did we say she was 16 years old no she's 19 years old Linda Naskova there she's 19 years old now Iga herself is only 22 years old so I mean there's not that much of an age difference look at how all the sets there were one let's look at set three for for set three uh, Aces went to about three to two Iga um, service points Nearly the same there. Fastest serve there went to Iga, 118 miles per hour. Winners to uh, errors. Uh, winners, the errors on Iga shot was 14 to 3. And that was 14 to 15. So she had one more unforced error than winner. Then 9 to 9 uh, stayed equal there for the 19-year-old. Uh, that's in the third set alone. Let's look at the entire match and how the entire match uh, there went in terms of their stats. Ten aces hit by that 19-year-old uh, to four by the 22-year-old. Uh, it looks like they were equal head and head. First serve, getting that first serve in versus winning on first serve. There, 71% went to the 19-year-old. Winning on second serve there and went to. The 22-year-old Iga Shaitek. 
fastest serve went to Iga. All the serve percentages went to Iga there. Number of winners, 35, went to the 19-year-old. And in comparison to the unforced errors, 35 winners to 37 unforced errors. She had two more unforced errors, 34 to 33. So they were staying totally, totally equal there until it mattered. Until it mattered the most. And that was in that last game there where Iga lost that game and ended up losing uh, the match. This report analysis is coming to you from Terry Dwayne Ashford Street Now Sports Tennis specifically. Tennis specifically here in Washington, uh, D.C. Tennis specifically is an indie of Street Now Sports, which is also an indie of Street Now News. Brought to you by Tat Media Woodmore Company, Terry Dwayne Ashford, CEO. Hey, I got a confession. Been losing all momentum. Just because it's easy. But that don't make it better. for you that life is a lot easier, goes a lot better, a lot smoother 
even with those uh, parts of your job that you don't like to do when you truly chose the job that you are doing or chose to, to, to do what you're doing. That's what we want to share with you as we uh, play our next song here, add a little sound to our soul as we rock and roll with you here through this Australian Open broadcast on this Saturday, January 19, 2024. I'm Terry Ashford. We're rocking and rolling here. Uh, that applies to us loving our jobs, us going through and doing the dutiful stuff that we did this morning and sharing and writing and rocking and reporting about things that don't always make us feel so good. Then we have to jump right on back there and we have to enjoy the things we do. And we're coming here now with tennis specifically. So we're playing right now here at the very end of this. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's what we're playing. It's a song uh, that you first heard on our food station, That Guy Radio, called I Love It uh, by group by the name of Atomic. Uh, ben brought to you, and you can say you heard it first by uh, That Guy Radio. Street Now News uh, affiliate That Guy uh, Radio. I'm Terry Ash. You're in the car seat, That Guy. I'll for you.
Okay, now it's me, Terry Ashford. I'll give you a little bit about what's coming up next here. It's Q Parks. I'm going to play Q Parks here. Uh, he's an artist that I've enjoyed uh, uh, listening to. We, you may have heard this somewhere else, but it sounds a little bit like a, another other a couple of pieces I've heard before. But this one is coming to you from Street Now, uh, that guy, radio affiliate of Street Now, uh, by artist uh, who goes by Q Parks. Uh, he's a Nashville resident there. He lives in Nashville based on, uh, he's a hip-hop artist. Um, um, and um, we're playing him because it just means a lot to us to play good stuff, lift our spirits, rock and roll, talk about the bad stuff, talk about the good stuff, and move on. Uh, so Q Parks here is based in uh, Nashville, is known as a hip-hop artist. Uh, he uh, His definition uh, of this his type of music is heart and soul. Heart and soul having landed uh, a plethora of placements uh, uh, with networks and brands such as the National Football League, MLB, the Major League Baseball, ABC. Uh, he provides us with the idea Diverse sound, diverse sound uh, that uh, sur surveys the hip hop spectrum uh, from the RB style melodies to the cinematic anthems. That's uh, Q Parks, the song that we're going to rock and roll here for you uh, in totality here that you can say you heard first on that guy radio through Street Now Sports on today. Terry Ashford here as president and CEO of that guy radio and as your journalist and chief broadcaster bringing you Street Now Sports Tennis. Specifically. That's when it's called, uh, yo, it's called, uh, on a whole new level, whole new level is what this is called, whole new level by Q Parks. Brought to you first by That Guy Radio, Terry Dwayne Asher, through Street Now Sports, reporting tennis, specifically Australian Open 2024 here. I'm your JIT journalist and chief broadcaster, also your tennis uh, specific commentator. Uh, yeah, on January the 19th, 20, January the 20th, January the 20th, 20th, 24th, I'm Terry Dwayne Asher. Now, we may have quoted the date wrong on some of our reports today, but we want to correct it right here to be January the 20th, 2024. I'm Terry Ashford, correcting that for you today. gold in my possession no doubt in my mind no question i hold the keys to my successes greatness lives inside of me cut me open bleed royalty i've never known defeat that's for the weak for the throne you better show loyalty nothing can stand in my way i look for right in the face i'm never slowing down yeah i'm winning this race can't hold me back can't hold me down Shock to see, jury on the move, take the plea I'm about to raise so 
don't take a knee It's reality, not make-believe Making waves, can't stop me now I'm taking names, then I'll take a bow Never throw the towel, I own the crowd And I'm coming in and I'm getting loud Nothing can stand in my way I look it right in the face I'm never slowing down Yeah, I'm winning this race Can't hold me back Okay, now we've talked about draw and the money, money and the draw, and then we're going to move on to draw and the predictions. Draw and the predictions. Since now you know that Igashai Tech number one seed is out of that top half of the draw, that part of the draw opens up for another player, over another player. And uh, we're going to talk about that in terms of what does that mean for the draw now that Igashai Tech is out. Now, Igashai Tech was one of the favorites there to win the tournament there and to battle against number two seed Honor Sabalinka there at the bottom half of the draw. Well, now she's out. So who now gets to be the lucky loser? Loser of uh, that number one seed. Let's talk about that. At the very top of the half, of, the top half of the draw there, where Iga uh, probably was uh, predicted to have made it at least to the semis or to into the finals. She's gone now, which leaves up there at the very top. Elena Shostelin, the number 19 seed, who's been playing extremely well uh, there, who takes on uh, that part of the draw that Iga owned. Uh, and uh, we also have the young lady, Linda uh, Neskova, who defeated Iga Shytek. They're up there at the very top half of the draw. You have also a, another champion there in the top half there that could make it all the way there to the finals there. Victoria Azarenka there, she's won tournaments before, several tournaments, several Grand Slams. So she could very well make it through that top half of the draw. Uh, as a matter of fact, Victoria Azarenka is the highest seeded player in that top half of the draw since number one, uh, Iga Shytek is gone. Uh, Victoria Azarenka there is in uh, that second, second quarter of the top half of the draw there. And uh, Actually, let me go ahead and correct that. The China woman is the highest seat left in that part, part of the draw. Good zine there, seated number 12, is in that top half of the draw. So we're going to have uh, a another finalist, a finalist other than uh, Iga Shytek. And uh, that finalist in that top half of the draw, draw could very well be one of these gals you've never heard of before. I'm looking at uh, Atlanta Shishalina there making it to the finals, um, uh, at least making it to play to the quarterfinals to play or semifinals to play Victoria Azarenka. Uh, and then the, uh, that second half of that top 
part of the draw there. You have lots and lots of unknown players there. I'm looking at the way that the um, the Italian uh, is playing there, Jasmine Piolina. There, I was looking at her. So my predictions, my predictions of who's going to make it to the semifinals to play against each other uh, there is going to be either uh, Elena Shitsalina playing against uh, Victoria Adzarenka, and then one of those gals there in the bottom has a draw. Who's going to make it to the finals up there? <laughs> Let me tell you what I predict. I probably get, I'm not going to make any predictions right yet. But we, with Iga gone from that top half of the draw, that top half uh, of the draw has opened completely up to a new, maybe uh, unknown player uh, there. And that's what I'm looking forward to. Now we're looking down to the bottom half of that draw where uh, those gals there have to go through the defending champion Arna Sabalenka who's waiting right down there at the bottom half of the draw looks like she's uh, playing ready to to defend her title there and she's up to play against Amanda and Samova they're an American there in the round of 14. Uh, who's going to make it there? Who's going to make it there? Out of those gals there, down there, my gosh, you have Coco Goff still down there who could take on uh, Barbara. Is it? No, she could take on uh, one of the qualifiers or that uh, that U Ukrainian uh, there. She could take her on there. So we're going to have also a uh, very exciting um, play down there as well. And that uh, as we're looking at the draw, the draw and the predictions. The gals that's down there in that bottom half of the draw that couldn't make it to the finals. Uh, there could be, of course, that Arna Sabalenka, uh, the defending champion number two. She's waiting at the very bottom. This is talking there uh, since the Iga Shytek has been knocked out. Uh, Arna Sabalenka is still waiting there. Uh, Amanda Enesimova has never made it to a final, uh, to a Grand Slam finals before. This could be her chance if she, if she's able to take out Arna Sabalenka. But even if she have to take out Arna Sabalenka, she still might have to go through Coco Goff. She still have to might. Uh, she still might have to go through Barbara Kuchekova, who's who both are good, good doubles player. All they got to do is get to the net and play their game. And so that's what we're looking at there. Here in the bottom half of the draw, you're looking at Arna uh or Amanis. Anna Samova that's going to make it to the finals for her. or uh, we're looking at Barbara Kuchekova or Coco Goff. Now. I don't want to downgrade anybody's chances because all these gals have a chance to make it. We're looking at Maria Tamafova there. She uh, is 20 years old there. She's a very unknown name there. A lot of people in America don't know uh, who she is, but she she could very well make it. She's a qualifier. She qualified for this tournament, which means that she was one of those gals who had to play those extra tournaments, uh, those extra matches in order to make it into the main draw. She's a qualifier. She's still, she's all the way up here to round four right now. Maiden has already been guaranteed guaranteed $375,000 uh, there. And so we're looking at who's going to make it to the finals. And I'm going to tell you who I think is going to make it to the finals. From the bottom half, I'm thinking that Coco Golf is going to get a chance to play Arna Sabalenka, number two seed. 
That is what I'm thinking. That Coco Golf is going to get a chance to play her, and then Coco Golf is going to end up making it to the finals of this Australian Open, making it to the finals. Very top half of the draw there. I am looking uh, at uh, predicting that it's going to be a battle there. I really like uh, Elena Shipsalina's playing style and Victoria Azarenka as well, but uh, they can't make it uh, to the finals alone because they might have to play each other before the finals, uh, giving one of these other gals a chance. So I'm looking at the person who's going to make it to the finals from the top half of the draw where Edgar was in control. I'm looking at making a prediction that Elena Shitsalina uh, might make it through. I think it's her time. I think it's her time. Uh, there, She's married to um, Gia Mofis, a Frenchman there. And regarding Linda Neskova, I really like her playing style there and everything. But you know, at the same time, she—I don't think. Let's see how many times she's—I don't think she's ever played any any matches on this Australian Open surface. She's never played this uh, Australian Open Open surface before, and that could have been a luck of the draw that she defeated. And she caught Iga uh, on a bad day uh, there. I, you know, the the fact that. She's never done this before. I think that she may bail out in one of the future rounds before uh, the finals. So that's why I'm not necessarily saying that she won't. I'm giving all these gals a chance there to make it through. But my prediction is that Elena Shitsalina has the experience to make it. Uh, I've seen her play her best tennis before. She's motivated since she came back uh, from maternity leaves. Victoria Azarenka has a chance as well, I believe. At that same time, I think that she's played a lot, a lot, a lot of tournaments, and um, I would give her probably on a 50-50 chance there against Elena Shitsalina. I would uh, lean, uh, tilt toward Elena Shitsalina there at a 52% to 48%. So I would go with uh, uh, Elena Shitsalina is going to make it to the finals and play against Coco Goff. That is if the defending champion, Ana Sabalenka, doesn't make it to the finals again this year. That's my predictions. We're talking about the draw and the predictions. We're talking about the draw and the money earlier. Now we're on to the draw and the predictions. I'm Terry Ashford reporting it for you. From Street Now Sports, tennis specifically from Washington, the uh, the, uh, see. January the 20th, 2024. Yeah! Yeah! Hey, I got a confession Been losing all momentum Just because it's easy well, That don't make it better I wanna take my hands deep down in the dirt Take a walk along the street if I'm feeling dessert All of this convenience just doesn't work for me I wanna play with fire, let me get hurt Can we take it back to 95? Before we had this drama in our lives Just staring at the screen every day and night I miss the rush of living in real life Go get your DeLorean
makes me sound ancient But sons and daughters That shit was amazing Can we take it back to 95? Before we had this drama in our lives Just staring at the screen every day and night I miss the rush of living in real life Go get your Valorian Cigarettes and a Playboy Mac Many used to have to work for that Wait for me, gotta dial up Can't call my landline cause it's all tied up Just bike over then oh. 